Hey everyone, it's Aaliyah Henry, and you're listening to The Aaliyah Henry Show. Expect to hear insightful interviews and panel discussions covering community, entrepreneurship, health, and women's empowerment. Don't miss out. Keep listening. The Aaliyah Henry Show is up next. Tania and Kevin Locks are an entrepreneurial team who have built a lifestyle brand around Team Locks and how they balance marriage, family, and business. With 19 years of marriage, five amazing kids, and multiple businesses in operation, Tanya and Kevin are always into something. And like most couples who have been married as long as they have, the locks have definitely met many challenges. In this episode, we'll discuss how they managed to achieve balance as spouses, parents, and bosses. The Aaliyah Henry Show starts now. Well, Kevin and Tan, thank you so much for joining me on the Aaliyah Henry Show. I'm excited to have you here. Absolutely. Thank you for having us. So, you know, it's amazing when I think about couples and being in business. You know, of course, you all came to my mind in the forefront. Um, I think that you do just such a stellar job at working together. I've watched you guys do that, um, and I think it's important to always, you know, wherever you get that inspiration from, um, to share it. And so, of course, just having you here to share your journey and to talk about um, your projects, your businesses is is really key. Um, Certainly, you know, with that, you guys have an incredible marriage. I mean, obviously, you know, we look, we, we see you, but you also are inspiring others. And so, again, I think it's it's um, exciting. So I'm glad to have you both here to kind of talk about your projects and what's going on and kind of go from there. I'm going to jump right in with some questions. Come on, bring them <laughs> on, girl. Yeah, do it. So, so that everyone knows, I, I guess I'll start with Tan. Talk a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey, what you um, have done. Obviously, you are, are beautiful and um, you you look to style and, and, and take care of women and their tresses. Um, and you've done done my hair for many years. Mm-hmm. Um, but talk about your entrepreneurial journey um, in your space. So my entrepreneurial journey started from, from, I was a little girl, wanted to, you know, I had this to do hair spirit. And I would do hair from home in the kitchen, like everybody start, you know, in the kitchen at home. Um, it was around 13 that I knew that I wanted to be a hairstylist. Really? I was 13 years old. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and uh, I was doing my own hair. I was doing friends' hair. I was cutting my grandmother's hair, that kind of stuff. So it started there for me. Um, it took off when I moved here to Dallas with uh, my husband. So And that journey of entrepreneurship just really kicked in there. I worked at Regis for a little while. Mm-hmm. But I think I got the bug, really, the big bug, really, from my husband because he's a serial entrepreneur. <laughs> and so just being around him and seeing how he, you know, operated in that, in that area, 
I think I kind of caught the bug for it. And so I went out into my own um, and rented a space uh, where I had have my own little mini salon for right now. And since then, I've been doing this now for, what, 16 years on my own. And I've been very blessed to be in that space of entrepreneurship with the help of God. That is wonderful. And Kevin, I know that you are uh, entrepreneurial, but you had your stint as well in the corporate space. Talk yeah. a little bit about your journey. <laughs> yeah, so um, my journey started when I was real young. Like she mentioned, I was, I never wanted to be in corporate. I started off being in a little singing group, you know, and thinking I was going to buy my mom a big house and be a really? little singer. Yeah. Okay, now that's something I did not know yeah, girl, at all. You have video to tapes to, to Are you serious? It. Yeah, well, throwback. Yeah, we used to do wop a little bit and uh, sing a little stuff and I thought we were going to be an RB, you know, like sensation and all that stuff. That was before like YouTube and everything. Sure. And um, and that didn't work out. That didn't pan out. That's when actually we moved to pursue that is when I moved to New Orleans and met Tanya. Right. So we thought we were I thought I was moving to New Orleans for my career in terms of R&B singing. And actually, I got my wife out of there. So I think God brought me there for that. I had another plan. <laughs> another plan. Right. So. Um, <laughs> But even in, in that stint, as I got older, that wasn't paying the bills, and I started working, and I just knew that wasn't, you know, it wasn't working for me. Everything, okay. every time, every job I got, I was either getting fired or I would quit, and it just wasn't happening. Okay. So um, I was always trying some other little business on the side while I was still working, and after failed business, after failed business, after failed business, um, Camp Gladiator came uh, at some point, and a friend of mine was telling me how he was training and doing some amazing things with that and I kind of got certified and I was still doing both for a little bit for about nine months and then eventually I just stepped out on faith and went all in with Cam Gladiator and that was the beginning of my my whole little career with CG which has been uh, eight years now so um, it's been amazing it's because CG uh, has allowed us to do other things that we're doing now so well, and it's so interesting you talk about CG. So I have been to one of your camps. <laughs> you have. Yes, you have. Yes. Me. I came and I conquered. <laughs> but I tell you, it, it's it's not for the weary. Because, man, it's, 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 it's definitely, it's, it, you're all in. You're all for in. Sure. But one of the things that I noticed um, just from being at the camp and watching you yeah. was your magnetic personality and your drive to see other people just do well yeah. and I, I'm literally like inspired and I've told Ted I'm like I sure wish I liked that pavement <laughs> my knees are just woo but it's, it, it is amazing when you're talking about health and wellness yeah. and someone's journey and being able to feel just really good and I enjoy walking and jogging and and uh, uh, biking or you know, called spinning, mm -hmm. things like that. Um, but when I watched you, it was just like, you're just magnetic. Yeah. I mean, to see you at a Ranger Stadium with over 50 people out there exercising mm -hmm. is it, pretty cool. Yeah. And so um, certainly this journey for you, obviously Tan says she's pulled some things in and you, you really inspired her. Yeah. But talk a little bit about how this wraps up with you all together. Because now you both have the entrepreneurial bug, both running these businesses. What does, 
how did it come to be that you would start more businesses? Because you all have multiple businesses. Yeah. So I think um, through my whole little stint of trying to figure out what it was I was, you know, wanting to do. And even in my very early Camp Gladiator days, when mm-hmm. things were still tough and tight, even financially for us, you know, she was there for me, supporting me, encouraging me, you know, all the way through. Uh, even at, at the time, she was still real, real corporate minded at that time, too, because <laughs> she was all about security and, uh, you know, insurance and this and that. And I'm like, girl, look, we, we, they got a ceiling on me at the job and I, I want to do my own things where I didn't have any ceiling. Right. So. I think as we started to finally get some success with Camp Gladiator and we got to a certain point to where uh, I was doing, you know, what I, what I felt was pretty much uh, successful. Sure. Um, she was there with me the whole time. And I think, I think it got to a point to where she had her own dreams and ambitions and yeah. she supported me this whole time for years and years and years till I figured out what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So when I found some success in that, it was only right that I now support her and what she wanted to do. Um, and, and running was kind of one of her things that she fell in love with. And that's how kind of the bodies kind of began. And she can tell you how that kind of came about. But that's how it kind of started with another venture. Yes. Yeah. So let's, let's yeah. talk about team bodies. Yeah. So, yeah. so before bodies came along, bodies race company came along, I was, I've always, I started running about eight years ago. Mm-hmm. So really quick, the story is. I was telling Kevin, I said, you know, you know, sir, certain people, you know, why don't you help me put on a community run? Not, not to make money from it, just a, a run. Okay. And at the same time, right before then, you know, I was pursuing other dreams like um, looking for a beauty salon, you know, because I do hair. So the next level up is to have my own beauty salon, right? Mm-hmm. And so we were pursuing that. But in the midst of pursuing that, God had something else that we, we couldn't really see. And all of a sudden, this running adventure started into a business. Bodies Race Company came along. And the way that it came about is that Kevin was doing a warm-up for um, the company. And after that, we had business business meeting with the original owner. And so after those meetings, it just took off from there. Like, okay, this is an opportunity that we can't pass up. So, But you also enjoyed running. So here is... She did. She did. Yeah. I got him into running. You got him into yes. it. Yes. Yes. That's a love thing for me. Yeah. It's a love hate thing for him, but yeah. you know, he he's coming along. And that's good. So do you feel that in, in entrepreneurship, because obviously now you've got Team Bodies Race Club, but in doing that, do you feel that whatever you're doing, you've definitely got to be all in one of where, wherever it is, whatever you're doing. Yes, mm-hmm. you definitely have to be all in. So he has CG, I have hair by tan, mm-hmm. and we have Bodies Race Company, ZFW. Mm-hmm. So, and now you're working together, and we're working together. <laughs> yeah, we're absolutely. Working together. Talk a little bit about some of those challenges and advantages to working together as a couple. Yeah. So at home, you know. For sure. It's different. It is different. It's different. And, and I think, and that's a great point, because I think in the very beginning, all those failed businesses that I was a part of early on, uh, I always either did it alone or I did it, tried to do it with some friends, some, okay. you know, some of my guy friends. And sure. We tried to establish different things and, and try, try our hand in, in a few different things. Um, and we had minimal success, but a lot of it wasn't, you know, anything to make any noise about. Okay. But it was crazy how God worked it out to where... It, 
nothing really came to fruition until she and I came together. And that's a, that's a, that was a, that was an eye opener for me. Cause I'm like, wow, I've tried all these things and I've been seeking and wanting to do this with my friends and my boys. And then my business partner was right there next to me all along. All you know? along. So that was amazing that once she got on the same page, how things just kind of took off for us in terms of, you know, developing the business. So the challenges of that, I think, um, we got different viewpoints, obviously, on certain things, but I think sure. it was it was a matter of just finding a balance of strength and weaknesses. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. we worked off of her strengths and um, and then my strengths, and then I think in, in this as different areas where she's strong, where I'm weak, and then vice versa. Mm-hmm. So we kind of play off our strength and weakness weaknesses. Who's more the risk taker here? Kevin. Kevin. Okay. I go all in. Oh. Real, all in real quick. Okay. You I know have what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to keep him. Reel him back in. All right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm like, hey, the bigger the risk, the bigger the rewards, you know, type. So. Okay. Yeah. That's good. So, you got the companies, but you also have a family. Yes. And I see you all because our kids go to school together. They're kind of in the same overlapping um, classes and things like that. But that's a challenge because now you've got business and you've got your family. But I know from you all, you guys are really all in when it comes to the kids. Talk about the relationship that you have as parents and being being entrepreneurs. Ooh, so along with the businesses that we have having the the biggest challenge for us is time okay time that's fair yeah yeah that's fair making time you know we're not perfect parents by no means um but we really try to incorporate the kids in what we do because our bodies company bodies race company it's a family business Mm -hmm. and our kids have a part in that so and they they know that what we're doing is for them so they have to have some understanding about what we're doing as well. So we try to communicate that with them, but really it's time. It, it is hard trying, trying to compartmentalize that, that's, you know, time with them and time with our businesses. But we're still trying to find that balance, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. We're still trying to find that balance. Do you see in the children, um, any of the children that one or more of them will be more entrepreneurial than the other? Or do you kind of think that they're, that they all kind of like, hey, we like this, kind of the success that my parents have, have developed for us? Because think about it, years ago, other families have already always built, right? Family wealth, right? Right. And typically in the African-American community, that may not have always been our path. For sure. But now that is becoming more of the, our reality is that we are designing the opportunities for our kids to follow or take over businesses or become business owners themselves. themselves. What do you, how do you see the kids playing a part in that in their futures? Absolutely. And that's a great point because I, I, we, we see that too, right? We see that not many um, African-American people kind of really teach their kids about wealth and generational wealth and just mm-hmm. kind of business. They always kind of maybe go like even with Tanya in the beginning, a corporate world, right? That's sure. security. Um, but I think if anyone, to answer your first question, I think KJ probably would be a little bit more business entrepreneur. I can see that in him a little bit more. Okay. Um, 
Hannah and Naomi, um, maybe not so much. I think they, they kind of want, they see, they kind of have their own dreams that they want to do in terms of, you know, uh, like doctors and stuff like that. But KJ, I can see him being an entrepreneur uh, later on down the line. But but for us, I think it's, it's, it's truly been a, a mission to make sure that our kids understand that business is, is what you want. I think we've tried to instill that business is the way to go. Don't necessarily rely on you know, uh, corporate America, you know, not to say that they won't, they won't have to start there, sure. but I would love for them to really be kind of looking at the bigger picture and saying, if you want to, you want to do big things, you, you, you create the pathway for your dreams. Right. So, uh, and I think we both on the same page, we kind of let them know that dream as big as you want, just know it's going to take, you know, some grind, some hustle and make it happen, but you can have anything you want. So yeah. dream big. Right. So, yeah, I, I agree. And for us, I think what we're doing, what we're allowing for our kids to see is that they have options. Yeah. You know, nothing is wrong with education. We want them right. to go and get their education. But at the same time, looking at mom and dad or maybe their, you know, circle of friends who have parents who are doing it, you know, the way that we are, that's good too. You know, we want them to be able to stand on their own, not depend, like he said earlier, about the ceiling capping them. The sky's the yeah. limit, you know, for what our kids and other kids want to do so we we're just allowing them that option it's interesting that you that you guys shared that so this summer um i had our son tj work in my business Mm -hmm. for six weeks Mm -hmm. and that really gave him an understanding of what i was doing but it was so interesting by the end of the six weeks he really got that understanding of what working for yourself was like right and I saw just him evolve yeah. and understand so that now, of course, everybody's we're back in school and all that other stuff, but he sees that grind, but understands it to the point of, hey, hi, mom, how's, you know, how's your clients coming today mm-hmm. kind of thing, more or less, because he understands that grind. And so I, I see the value, and even with you all having your company with your children, they do see the possibilities. Yes. Now, it doesn't have to be their path, no. but it is a, an opportunity. I didn't have that because my parents didn't have a family business at all. Right. They went to college and they worked, and unfortunately, they've always worked right. And so for, for someone else. And so um, I'm excited in our generation now that it is acceptable, yeah. and it's okay to, right. to right. take those paths and maybe not necessarily stay one place forever or be in multiple places or like you said have failed businesses but you just kept trying kept trying yeah Yeah. oh he did not give up he didn't give up that is one thing and i think i've told him this before like i really really like appreciate that you didn't give up on your dreams like he did one thing it didn't work and he just kept going i'm like wow it takes really it takes some determination yeah. And some gut to do that. And mm-hmm. so I'm proud of him for that. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's because everyone doesn't have it. And, and as a couple, um, and many couples see that all the time, we're not always the same. Yeah. But I think you said something really important is that she had to understand that path for you. Now, it might not have been her path at the time because yeah. she's thinking, okay, we got to pay the bills. Right, exactly. But... She still stood by that, what you wanted. 
and sure. ultimately it's here yeah and, and that's why and as much as she appreciated me for not giving up i appreciate her for understanding you know yeah. what I'm saying, and, and that i wasn't going to give up yeah. and that made it so much better because if she didn't understand and if she didn't you know really kind of support me on, on certain it would cause major friction between us sure. because i felt like that entrepreneur spirit was it was in me it was in my dna yeah so it was hard to just it's not something you could just turn off so it, it, I was, I would have kept going and it would have caused friction. So the fact that she understood and, and still supported me through it, even though she, at times she didn't, wasn't a hundred percent on board, she mm -hmm. still supported me. That was huge. Girl, I wanted him to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted this man to get a job. What did I would help you. What did you say you were going to help yes, him find one? I wanted him to get a job. You yeah. Know, because we were struggling. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And not, you know. And, and I understood it because it was his drive. His, I knew what he wanted to do for us as a family. Yeah. And so that's why I stayed there and, you know, I supported him. Yeah. And I'm glad I did. Yeah. I'm, I, you know what? But I'm glad you did now because when I look at Team Blocks and you've got your kids and you've got your businesses, look how many other people that you will inspire through your story mm -hmm. and through your journey. Because some people may see things as, oh, well, maybe they just had some generational wealth and they right. were able to start Camp Water. I mean, people don't really understand some of the back end of process. franchising processes, sacrifices, sacrifices um, upfront costs, yeah. all of those things. And so to see that you all have really been able to make that happen um, is key. But I also think it's a good opportunity to be able to be in business for yourself, finding the thing that you love. Yes. For sure. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. So got a couple of questions because now we're talking about businesses. And of course, I always want to, to be able to, for us to show and, and, and help somebody else. Mm -hmm. So what would you share with our audience about, um, kind of like that, that entrepreneurial space. Like what are three tips if someone is thinking about starting their own business? Yeah. Um, I'll throw one out there that comes to mind okay. right out of the gate. And that's um, put God first. Um, I know for us, God is really the center of everything that we do, right? And I think that's, without that, it, it, it's tough. Mm -hmm. and I, don't, I, don't, I don't see how it could ever reach the true potential that it, possibly be if you got God in, in the midst of it. Okay. So um, definitely put God first, man, and, and, and pray about what it is that you uh, trying to accomplish, trying to achieve, and, and, and share that with him. Um, but, um, and then I think the second thing is uh, don't give up. Don't quit, because yeah. it may not happen on your time, right? That's good, like, yeah. Like, like Tanya mentioned, uh, and I'll let her say the third one, but like she mentioned is we were, we were going in a different direction trying to start a, a business with a, in a hair salon. We never was even looking for a race company. The race company came to us. Yeah. So it was amazing how God just kind of, you know, detoured us and kind of put us on a different path to find something that was just, just as amazing. And we absolutely love this business. And it's not really what is, it wasn't in the plan. Yeah. So be open to accept something different. If God says that's not, even though you think that's what you want, I got something else for you. Be open to accept that, you know? Yeah. So that would be the two things for sure for me. That's good. I know um, somebody said it really great, jump. 
Okay. Steve Harvey said it, right? Yeah, Steve. Yeah, yeah he did. He said jump, and I think he even wrote a book about it. But I wouldn't say jump unless you have a plan. Mm-hmm. You have to have a plan in order because you don't want to, God don't want you to be in poor or in poverty or, you know, quit your job and then you don't have nothing. You yeah. Know? So have a plan before you jump. I can remember when after I had the twins, um, somewhat 13 years ago, I was working at Regis Hair Salon and I was working commission, so I was getting a check. And my husband was telling me, you know, I, I couldn't go back, right? Because I had yeah. these two kids and I couldn't go back on anybody else's time. And he was telling me, well, why don't you just go on your own? Well, I was scared to do that, yeah. you know, because I'm like, <laughs> what if my people don't follow me, this, that, and the other? So the opportunity came to where I was able to go out on my own and I've been on my own now for about 15 to 16 years, yeah. but I, it takes guts, you know, it's like, just do it. If the opportunity is there, go for it. Because there are opportunities every day that, that pass in front of us. And a lot of times we let those opportunities go. But if you are in constant, like Kevin said, talking with God about it, what it is that you want to do, if the opportunity comes, take it. Yeah, that's good. Take it. Those are good. Yeah. Great tips. So I want to switch gears a little bit and talk a little bit about self-care because obviously with your family, with business, we talked about time management, making time, but self-care is is a little bit different for everybody. And you all already are like exercise gurus, (laughs) you know, y'all looking great. (laughs) But I know there's other things that y'all enjoy doing. Talk about what some of those things are or just how you make time for each other. And and what does that self-care look like? So the way that we make time for each other, our hours are flexible. Mm -hmm. We're off together on Mondays and Tuesdays. So we take time to date each other on both days or one of those days. We don't necessarily get time to have date nights a lot of times because we're so busy with work, yeah. the kids, and that kind of stuff. Um, so that's how we date each other. But when it comes to self-care for me, just, and this is just so minute, it's so small, <laughs> but it does so much for me. Every morning and every night, I take time to moisturize my face. Okay. And that is self-care for me because it yeah. makes me feel like I'm doing something for myself. For you. Okay. And Kevin and the kids know that when I get off from school, I mean from work, I need about 10 to 15 minutes. Okay. Just by myself to just, you know, re-energize or whatever. That's self-care for me. Yeah. Or reading. Good. That's self-care for me. It doesn't have to be anything big. I don't have mm-hmm. to go shopping. I don't have to go and get my nails done. That's not... I'm very you know, sim- simple when it comes to self-care. Okay, that's good. That's good to know. <laughs> self-care for me is, is definitely a little different. Um, I don't really think I have any self-care um, things that I do, per se, specific for me. Okay. But what I do enjoy, right, if I had to equate anything to that same self-care ideal uh-huh. uh, and what brings me joy and, and, and fulfillment is the time that I get a chance to finally sit down and with my family. Okay. That brings me the most joy, and that's the time because it, everything is so busy at times, and sometimes we we uh, get in a we get in a, in, that, in that rat race where we're going so fast and going so much yeah. to where we don't get a chance to 
stop and slow down and say, girl, what you doing? You know what yeah. I'm saying? And how are you feeling? And connect with our kids. And so those moments that we get a chance to all sit down and, and, and have family night and watch a movie, that's that's everything to me, yeah. you know? Because now, finally, we're all together. Er, you know, everything I can just kind of decompress and just kind of enjoy my family. So yeah. that's, that's, that's everything to me. But do men have self-care regimens? I think some, I mean, you know, I think some men do. Yeah. Um, I've, I've heard, you know, certain people, you know, certain guys, they like to go to the, they like to go to the, um, to the barber because yeah. that makes them, you know, like that's their time to just the relax. The grooming and stuff. The yeah. grooming. Yeah. And then also just the chattering and the talk mm-hmm. of just guy stuff. Yeah. Sure. I, I've heard guys say that. And then I've heard. I do have a couple of friends that take guy trips, like okay. like once a year. They yeah. go with their guys if it's a hunting trip or if it's going to watch a ball game, but they do something together. Yeah. So I, I guess I would probably think yeah. that they do. So we don't, we don't think about No, I don't think we do. So yeah, y'all don't think about so those having self-care. It's always uh-uh. women. I know. So that's a great question. Like, yeah. what do you do to care for yourself? Once a blue moon, I do like to get my, my you know, my toes done. <laughs> <laughs> I do. So I, you taking up a chair hey, where I'm going to be take, at. I'm taking right. up a chair for exactly. sure. And she right there next to me. Right there next to me. So I, I like to get these dogs worked on. <laughs> so, for sure. Well, that's cool. That's really cool. But, yeah. You know, it's kind of interesting just to hear... Um, you know, just what people think, mm-hmm. you know, and, and because again, you know, you never know who you encourage, inspire, to, you know, through conversation and talking. And, and so I, I'm always one of those persons. I enjoy like watching or reading or listening to what other people are doing. Cause sometimes I'm thinking, oh, I never thought about doing that. You know, right. you never know. Right. So it's kind of interesting. So I want to switch gears again and talk about the kids. Yeah. Cause y'all, y'all got a, y'all. We got 50 little kids. Yeah. Y'all kids. have a beautiful family, number one. Thank you. Um, certainly it's, and it's, and it's kind of cool. Y'all have branded, obviously your name and, you know, everybody, I think everybody knows your children. It's, it's Team Lux right Team there, Lux, you know. Right. Um, talk about the children, the, the kids and, and, um, and what you aspire for them? What's, what do you aspire for? Maybe Tanya can share how it all began with the kids when we were trying to. Yeah, so I'll give you a little bit of background when we were trying to have kids. We have five total, mm-hmm. um, but three together. And so uh, I've always wanted children from the get go. I always knew I wanted to be a parent, but that doesn't come easy for everybody. Yeah. And so for me, for us, um, the journey was a bit of a, a, a hard one because we couldn't get you know pregnant on our own it took years and finally we got help through in vitro fertilization and i had to go through two rounds of it it was hard it was it was difficult but needless to say we have our beautiful twins and um but as far as the the kids and what we inspire for them is that we want we want them to we want to be an example for them first of all Mm -hmm. and that example is God-like, right? Yeah. Christ-like. Sometimes we're not always, we don't always follow through as parents, but that is our biggest goal. But we want them to be them. We want them to be themselves. We want them to find, we want to guide them, but we want them to make this life their own. Like, yeah. go at it and be who you're going to be. We don't want them to be little, or us. You know yeah. what I mean? We want exactly. them to be their own people. Yeah. 
And however they choose to do that, we're here to support them. That's good. That's good. And I, I Kevin uh, KJ has got the little acting bud. I see. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's, that's real interesting. He um, he told us early on that he wanted to be an actor. Uh, he was four. Yeah, he was four years old when he told us, which was you know out of the blue for us. And he was like, yeah. you know what? You can do anything, right? If, if sure. we're going to say that, we're going to support it. And throughout the years, he's gotten to the point where he's consistently chased that and told it that that's what he wants to do. That's what he wants to do. And me and Tanya finally got serious. And like, you know what? This, he must be serious. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we started to support him in that way and try to start looking for agencies and how to get him more involved in that industry. And uh, man, now he has an agent that he works with. And, and he's um, got his first clip because I saw that. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's done a few yeah, short films. He's, yeah. he's done a few short films. Uh, he did a little <clears throat> commercial. Um, and he recently, he did a little audition for a movie uh, role, but you know, nice. no, don't don't know if that's going to come through. But still, we're getting getting him out there and putting him out there as much as possible. And once again, just kind of supporting him with that. So he's enjoying it. So if he likes it, we love it. You know? That's awesome. Yeah, that's good. Absolutely so. So other projects that you're working on, I know that we can now put to Tan's name, published author. Author. So published author. Yes. Tell us about that. So I don't know if you guys. Well, you know about vision boards. You've done mm-hmm. them. And, love uh, vision boards. Love vision boards. I love they're, them. they're a huge part of our family. Okay. Yeah. And so um, I've always loved to read. I mean, anything. I used to write my signature on anything that I could write my signature on. And always loved to read and always wanted to write a book. We all have a story to share. And um, I was approached by someone and they asked me about um, being a co author to their book. Like yes, this is something that I've been wanting to do. <laughs> so the book came out last year. It's called Love Life Lessons Learned, and um, my chapter in the book is called um, "Forgiving My Mom Heals My Wound." So that was I told a very personal story in the book, and it has helped to heal me, and it has helped to forgive my mom. And that is wonderful. Yeah, yeah. and it's interesting through um, probably writing that has given you um, just a, a, a keen understanding mm-hmm. um, that it, it is okay. It, it is. And almost like, the, do you feel as though um, it is completed? Like it's it's completed for you? As far as? As far as understanding, um, understanding and accepting. You can understand something. You don't always have to accept it and move forward. And sometimes if we don't want to move forward, we stay stuck where we are. Right. We do. Yeah. Um, It's still challenging Mm -hmm. for me. We had this talk not long ago. It's still challenging for me. So I'm still working through a lot of things when it comes to my relationship with my mom. Yeah. Um, I'm not done with the book. I I will be writing the whole story. So good um but yeah i'm still working through that that's good well that is so exciting i mean again entrepreneur author parents Mm -hmm. uh, and then now just inspiration to other couples Mm -hmm. you know um with the team locks brand and really being able to um not just walk the walk but and i think that that's key yeah yeah that's good stuff good stuff 
So I'm going to say, let's, um, for our, just to wrap up, what would you tell about, what would you tell someone about leading their best life? What would you say, Kim? Leading their best life? Yeah. Um, man, Succeeding in business, leading your best life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a good question. You know, I, I would say um, I don't feel like we're we're to that point yet. You know, leaving our best life. I think we're living a, living a good life. Okay. You know, because I think we we have so much left to do. You okay. know, so I think once we get to that point to where we've pretty much accomplished all our dreams and everything that we wanted to do, mm-hmm. then I think we can get to that best point. You know, okay. uh, the best life. But right now we're living a good life because we're we're excited about what God is doing in our lives and 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 He's taking us. And, to different places that we didn't even know we would go and be. Um, so we're excited about the moment right now um, and everything is good, you know, but I think once we get to a point where our businesses are rocking and rolling, we can sit back and know that, hey, that, that generational wealth is built, family's taken care of, we're still in good health, kids are doing amazing, then we yeah. can sit back, then we can enjoy that, you know, the best life. So, yeah. and, but, and to add to that, I think, um, leading into a, a successful life or what have you is bringing others along the way mm-hmm. that's you know good. um we're not like we don't want to help you know we're doing this just for us about you we want to help other people yeah and so for us i think giving back and helping others to get to where we're going it is it is so wonderful and to take the pressure off yourself don't sweat the small yeah. stuff take the yeah. pressure off yeah. and go with the flow but leading, helping to lead others is one of our main focuses as well, yeah, I would say. Absolutely. I think uh, one of the things that uh, I continue to share with her is that uh, we would love to have, like, couples conferences, you know, where we can just have different guests and, you know, different people come and speak and just help marriages because marriages are suffering on low, yeah. you know. No it's one wants to talk about the things that most yeah. that usually happens behind closed doors, and we would yeah. like to – open that uh, a door, uh, a safe haven, a safe place where people can come and talk and express what they're yeah. feeling and what they're going through, but at the same time, find healing in that moment, you know, at, yeah. that, at, that, at that time. So that's, um, that's something that I know that we, we have a desire to do. Yes. So eventually, if God is willing, you know, it's that's the direction we would love to go uh, in the near future. So That's fair. Yeah, we didn't yeah. get to 19 years. I was going to say. You know, but... <laughs> Actually, 22, 19 married. We didn't get here by the skim of our teeth. Yeah. You know? I mean, or, you know, by being good, good all the time. Yeah. But it's work. It's yeah. work. It's work. And, For sure. And I, I think, you know, when you when you have that as a priority, yeah. and that's a priority no matter what, and, and you you said it multiple times today, supporting each other. Yeah. yeah. And that is really, really key. Yeah. Super yeah. good. Yes. Good. Right. Wow. Well, this has just been wonderful to sit with you and uh, talk to you about the businesses and about team blocks and yeah. what you know what we're, we're looking forward to seeing what's um, what's next for y'all as uh, you continue the journey um, as this entrepreneurial power couple um, so we will continue to, to, to watch you all and um, and uh, look to see what what God has in store for the businesses absolutely we're just getting started hey but we Congrats to you too, though. Yes, you, you, like, you are inspiring as well. Just thank want to you. say that because I mean, you're doing some amazing things. I mean, this this here is you. Thank you. I mean, 
this is you. Thank you. There's no one that is you, right? Like, yeah. There's no one else's name on it, right? Little Henry you. show. And that's super, super big. Thank you. Uh, many people would love to be doing what you're doing right now or they just don't know the direction or have the guts or the support to do what you're doing. So kudos to you, Mama. For Congratulations. Sure. Well, thank you. Absolutely. And I really am, I want to be able to share your story and millions of stories because I'm always inspired when I hear other stories. And right. so certainly, yes, this is... Um, quite short of amazing and it's and it's been a great journey and I'm I'm excited to have y'all here to, to share your story and in hopes that it will inspire others as well to continue to uh, reach their dreams and yeah. try to dream Absolutely. big. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's do this together. Yeah. Well, we, wait, we can't wait to hear your story one day. Yeah. <laughs> on the, on the <laughs> We're going to interview you. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. Well, thanks again. Thank and um, of course, um, you've been listening to the Aaliyah Henry Show. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to The Aaliyah Henry Show. Remember, be bold enough to use your voice, brave enough to listen to your heart, and strong enough to live the life you've always imagined. See you next time.